Time now for sports on 104.7 The Cave. Here's Ned Reynolds. Mike, the intern, Ned Reynolds in the studio. It's Friday, and for the first time in weeks, Ned came in, sat down, and he looked up at me and smiled. And that's Only because partially. <laughs> but it was there. I saw a little twinkle. It's still there, just a little bit. You have to be happy for baseball fans. Uh, the fact that the game has come back and they're going to play the entire 162 games. And when it boils down to everything, yes, there's a delay, but it isn't that much of a nah, delay. In spring training's two weeks. And the Major League Baseball season will be one week. They'll make it up with double hitters. But am I satisfied? Absolutely not. None, in uppercase, none of this was necessary. This could have, in fact, an executive said this. Uh, it all could have been solved before December 1st with people sitting down, being rational about what they're doing. That's just it. Leave your effing egos at the door. The fact of the matter is, these guys get in there and they delay. They come up with all sorts of nitpicking little circumstances. Now, we'll fast forward to the recent contract. The contract which was ratified yesterday at 5.30 in the evening. Here's the deal. The players have an eight-person executive committee. That's eight guys, most of whom, if not all, are the highly paid players. They sit there. They take a look at things and make a decision, and then send it over to the 30-player representatives. Each team has a player representative who's elected by the team. That's fine. They send their recommendation over. Well, the executive committee, the rich guys, looked at the contract that the owners offered yesterday, and 8 to nothing rejected it, and sent it to the players' representatives, who said, we strongly recommend that you reject this. When the player representatives went to their players on the team, they said, hey, guys, we've been out now for a couple of weeks. It's costing us money. We better get back there. And the younger players all said, you bet your sweet behinds we better get out there. They rejected the uh, committee 26 to 4. So that, hey, that's vast majority, overwhelming majority. 26 to 4, they accepted the pack and sent it back to the executives and said, get this in play right now. One of the four teams, one of the four teams that rejected that was the Cardinals. Really? Why? Because one, I'm going to tell you who, but one of the Cardinals is on that executive committee who yeah. turned it down. One of the richer, wealthier, uh, wealthier, well-paid Cardinals. Yeah. So therein lies the whole problem. There are too many people involved. There are too many outside sources involved. What they finally decided was, you know what? The media and the fans aren't going to accept this much longer and may have already rejected Major League Baseball as it stands. We'll find out when the season opens. There are some fans who are going to come back, yes. Moi, sure, I'm paid to report on the games. Do that. But am I involved to the point where I'm going to live and die with a team? Hell no. They don't deserve it. Who's the one who pays the price for all this? Us. We're the ones, the ticket prices, the concession prices, they're all going up, folks. Your cable TV, your subscription to services. Oh, man. Don't even get guys started on that. The whole valley, you got to have five different streaming things to watch it. It's not cheap at all. And now you're going to turn around after all this and say, okay, we made it. Can we have your money again so we can do this? And how long is this contract for? Five years. (laughs) So so is, is everybody happy? 
Hell no. Hell no. And that's the, that's the funniest thing about all of this. If the, the player executives that didn't like it, they're not happy. The lower guys, the representatives, they're pissed off. And you've got some guys that are angry. And the owners probably, at the end of the day, just don't care because they know they're going to make money either way. They're rich. And you know who the big winner is? The gamblers. Are the, the attorneys, my man. Well, they're always the winners. They, and, and they are, um, a lot of them are on salary by the various organizations. The players and the lawyers, all uh, the players and owners, I should say, all have their own lawyers and attorneys. But we get into such nitpicking now that never used to be the case. And that's what, what really rankles me more than anything else. A lot of, of minutiae that throw it out and put this behind closed doors. Do it in private. The lockout was totally unnecessary. Yeah, it really was. It was just a lot of grandstanding, in my opinion. But ultimately, the biggest problem when it comes down to it, just like your favorite rapper once said, Mo Money, Mo Problem. And that's exactly what it comes down to, and that's why you got to get the lawyers involved, and that's why it takes so long, and that's why there are so many hurt feelings. And hey, like I said, at least I got a half smile this morning because ultimately <laughs> I'm the winner. I'm the winner here. On a more positive note, when did the uh, college ladies teams play this weekend? Both of them play tonight. Actually, that's that's a misstatement. The Drury Lady Panthers played this morning. They are playing in Ashland, Ohio, their first-round game in the regional, which is being hosted by Ashland. Ashland has a higher rating than the Drury Lady Panthers. I don't understand that at all, but they do. The Lady Panthers will play Missouri-St. Louis, UMSL, which is in their conference, and which this will be their third meeting this year. Uh, Drury has beaten this team twice. They are good. Last time they played was last weekend, and uh, Drury won. The Lady Panthers won by 10 points. They didn't, certainly didn't rout this team. It'll probably be a, a good game, but I, I look for Drury to win. In fact, I look for Drury to win this regional, even though Ashland has the home court advantage in this thing. Ashland has been a house of horrors, the city itself, for uh, the Drury Lady Panthers. They've lost some big games up there in controversial circumstances. But we'll see what happens this time. The Lady Panthers are a very good team. So the Lady Bears play tonight up in Moline, Illinois. This is the quarterfinal game of Hoops in the Heartlands. That what the... That's what the uh, ladies' postseason tournament is called in the Missouri Valley Conference. And the Lady Bears will be playing Drake. Drake eliminated Bradley last night, 71-56. to Drake will be a formidable opponent, but the Lady Bears have had some big success against the team this year. Drake is not as strong as they have been, so should be a pretty good game. Yesterday, Major League Baseball shared an image that said 28 days. So I guess that means we're 27 days away from opening day. Is that right? <laughs> opening day will be around April 7th. Now, I'd looked at the Cardinals' schedule, and I'm not sure they play on April 7th. But the season, instead of opening on the road for the Cardinals, will open at home because that weekend is their home opener. Now, what Major League Baseball is going to do, it'll, all 162 games will be played. Uh, so the games that were postponed, and that's what it turns out to be now, postponed and not canceled at the start of the season, will be made up as doubleheaders, even on um, possibly on off days, but maybe on days when you have to add them in there. That'll be a series with the Chicago Cubs at Wrigley Field and a series with the Pittsburgh Pirates at PNC Park in Pittsburgh. Those series will have to be made up, and they will, as doubleheaders. There were five games in that series that were uh, scrubbed, so you'll have five doubleheaders, and that's the way it'll work, or games on off days. thing that puzzles me just a little bit is that Major League Baseball approved the 12-team playoff. Heretofore, it's been 10. 
Uh, how's that going to work? Well, just an extra couple of wildcard teams will be added in there. That's just. Mike, what that does is make 14 teams now in postseason play. There are 30 major league teams. That is 40% of the teams playing baseball will make the playoffs. Why in the world do you have a 162-game season? Do eliminate 16 teams? We're getting to the point now where the NBA and National Hockey League and, in some respects, the NFL. Everybody's getting in. So why do you play? Where's your credibility the regular season? That's damaged, in my opinion. But that's what they want. And the reason they want it is because ESPN has come up with a huge multi-billion dollar contract to include those playoffs. That's, it all is television, and everybody's making money. And wa- everyone wants to get paid, and I get it, And it, th- but you're absolutely right. What's the point of the playoffs if only two teams aren't getting in? Is it more Is it more of a thing for your team to not get in the playoffs <laughs> now? Is that how this works? Are you tanking to get uh, draft picks? I don't know, but yeah, I agree with you on that, that standpoint. But you know what? At the end of the day, we don't have to say... And speaking hypothetics anymore as far as the season's concerned, if we have a season is gone, we will have a season. Well, and to enhance just a little bit, the tanking has been reduced because there's a lottery that's going to go yeah. on to your top picks. So they did, agree, they did agree to yep. that, too. Yep. So uh, I'm sure you guys will explain it all in great detail, Ned Talk, this Sunday I'm at not, noon. not smart enough to do that. <laughs> we'll let John or someone else do it then. <laughs> uh, we have the uh, state basketball championships uh, kick off yesterday. What happened? Class 3 in the semifinals. First of all, you had the girls playing, and South Shelby defeated West County in the girls' game 45-31. And here's the one I found to be extremely interesting. Stratford and El Dorado Springs playing in the second game. They played a month ago, and they played in Stratford. And El Dorado Springs, which is a little bit northwest of here, came down and won the game on Stratford's home court by two points. So they played again yesterday in the playoffs. El Dorado Springs won it again. By two points. Wow. <laughs> 40, 46 to Stick 44. Stick to the plan, I guess. I guess. <laughs> uh, actually, it's a little. that's a little bit misleading because the game was not decided at the very end. Eldo had the lead in the final seconds, and the uh, kid from uh, Stratford hit a three-pointer to make it two points. But be that as it may, it's still a close game. In the boys' game, Charleston, from down your part of the country, defeated Duchesne 56-53, and Lafayette County knocked out Thayer 64 to 59. Now, all the teams will play. The losers play for third place later on today. And this is the day that classes one and two have their semifinals, state championships coming up tomorrow. Speaking of which, uh, some pretty crazy basketball last night on the college men's side. Uh, we had that Oklahoma win against Baylor. That was uh, pretty incredible. And then uh, Mizzou, how'd they make out? Mizzou season came to an end. LSU beat them. The final score is 76-68. to 68. Well, you say, well, hey, Missouri hung with them. It, they were blown out at the very start of the game. I mean, was, at one time in that game in Tampa, Florida, LSU led 36-8. to eight. Well, Missouri made a nice comeback. That, that's fact. But they never really did threaten LSU. So the, uh, the game's over. Season's over for Mizzou. They won't go anywhere. And LSU's the winner. You mentioned that Baylor-Oklahoma game. Baylor's the defending national champions. They are the number three team in America. And Oklahoma, coached now by Porter Mosier in his first year there after having great success at Loyola in the Missouri Valley Conference, knocks off Baylor 72-67. to Does that eliminate Baylor? Heavens no. They'll go to the NCAA tournament anyway. Uh, so, but it's a big win for the Sooners. Yeah, it and is. And Oklahoma's playing well. They may get in. 
The game that is really fascinating was 22nd ranked Texas against TCU. Texas led by 20 points and lost. Golly! 65 16. Texas Christian beat the Longhorns, and that doesn't settle very well at all with the horn. Texas will get in. And I think TCU will get in. They gave Kansas just a heck of a battle during the regular season. KU was a big winner, incidentally, last night. Uh, They came up with a huge win. And Texas Tech uh, was the winner as well. Texas Tech beat Iowa State 72-41. So we'll see what happens. Kansas won their game 87-63. So the competition continues tonight, Saturday. And then they have the championship games. The champion, of course, is an automatic qualifier, but from the Big 12 Conference, there are going to be a number of teams that do get in. If you're a college basketball fan, my friend, you are eating real quick. Let's backtrack. You think Conzo's coming back next year? I think it's debatable. Yeah, we'll I s- hope he does. I know Conzo. Yeah, nice guy. Must have done, oh God, 50 or 60 TV shows with him down here when he was the Bears head coach. Good guy, loves basketball, good X's and O's man, had a real bad year this year. He definitely did. Of course, he did. lost a lot of players, too. He did. And hopefully the alum can see that. Well, that's just it. The alum and the media help out, and they all, well, at least the media does, like Conzo. Hopefully the alums will follow through. We'll find out. We will, Ned. You have a wonderful weekend, and stay warm.